0: Welcome to CIR Radio. I'm Luke Holloway, editor of The Journal. In this episode, I will be speaking to Peter Blanc and Dr. Matt Connell, In this episode of the podcast, we discuss how the insurance and personal finance professions can work together to promote the value of advice and how this relates to the theme of this year's BIBA conference. I'm joined by Peter Blanc, President of the Chartered Insurance Institute, and Dr. Matt Connell, Director of Policy and Public Affairs at the CII. <laughs> Hello, Peter, and hello, Matt, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Morning, Luke. Hi. Hi to you both. Uh, yeah, real pleasure to have you with us. So, thanks for joining us, Peter. If we could start with you, the the value of advice is a major part of your theme as CII president. Can you tell us a little bit about why you chose that
1: and what your theme focuses on? Well, it's interesting. We've been talking with the with the FCA quite extensively about the forthcoming consumer duty and trying to work out right what are the what are the right outcomes for consumers when they uh, when they purchase insurance. products? Products. And my personal belief is that consumers will invariably get a better outcome if they take professional advice people don't know what they don't know and when we leave people to their own devices to actually just hunt around online and try and solve their insurance problems yeah a lot of people are making decisions just not armed with all of the facts if you stopped the average man in the street and said well, what limit of public liability insurance do you need he'd look at you as if you were speaking Martian because it's just not something that people are you know people don't learn it at school and they don't suddenly wake up one day in their um, when when they um, start a business and know what to buy. So talking to an insurance professional that actually understands the subject matter and can help someone make the right decisions, I think is the only way to deliver a great outcome for consumers. So we've been talking to the FCA about that. And I think it's something that we need to do more work on as a profession to actually educate people in the importance of advice, to make sure that people buy products that aren't only the right price. Crucially, they've got to do the job. They've got to actually deliver when the chips are down and when claims happen
0: and matt following on from that um, what are your thoughts on on the importance of of advice for the public both you know customers of insurance clients of brokers and also clients seeking financial advice of all kinds
2: yeah and i, I think there's a lot of things are true of both Insurance uh, and um, okay. personal finance. So, uh, I think a lot of people think of advisors as people who just help people buy a product at the at the point of sale. But there's so much more to it than that. So the old sort of product provider view of of advisors are just distributors um, with a, with a fancy title. But you look at how much need there is of help beyond just choosing choosing a product. Sort of holistic advice. So not just advice about which product to buy, but how the product works and how the product works on an ongoing basis. I mean, we think of something as commoditized as motor insurance that people think, well, that's that's just non-advised, that's, that you don't need any advice for that. And um, the FCA does it. A survey every year, Financial Live survey, and a few questions in there test people's knowledge. Um, one question is for people with motor insurance: d- Does comprehensive insurance allow you to drive any car? And, and the people who answered all had motor insurance. 23% of them said, Yes, I can drive any car with my comprehensive insurance, and 13% said they didn't know. So even for products that we think of as, as simple and commoditized, there's huge gaps in knowledge. But even beyond the product, I think there's there's a huge amount of holistic advice that that people get just because it's the sale of the product that's regulated it doesn't mean that advice is all about the sale of the of, of the product so for for GI, it, it's about risks that can't be insured it's about how you manage risks before the point that you have to make a claim like cyber risks it's about um, and for the financial advice side it's about setting your financial goals which again isn't isn't really something that's that's part of a, a regulated product but before you even get to the products you have to decide what you're Saving for and what you're insuring against, what kind of risks um, there are, and then sort of ongoing advice around avoiding scams. Um, even for simple general insurance products, people's circumstances change, and unless you've got an advisor there saying, "Do you realise that these changing circumstances actually has an impact on um, this this?" renewal process that, that you don't like to think about every year then 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 these things just get completely lost
0: and these are these are things that are just it's so incredibly important and massive in people's lives you know their homes and their businesses i mean uh, peter would you echo that it's about people you know that understanding those products they have what is covered and, and sometimes
1: more importantly what isn't covered Absolutely. And look, as Matthew says, he's, he's completely right. I mean, when I, I've lost count of the number of meetings I've had with, uh, with small businesses where part of the actual sales process of us organising um, you know, a commercial combined package for a small business, you'd ask questions around things like electrical installation testing, about PAT testing about health and safety policies. And it's astonishing how many companies you visit who literally have got no clue about whether they need electron insulation testing, what PAP testing is, you know, oh, I didn't think I needed a health and safety policy, I've only got five staff. Yet, things that come out are, and, and it's all related to risk. It's not just the insurance product, it's related to risk. And brokers form a fantastic function of actually advising companies and individuals on risk in a more holistic sense. And, you know, personally, I think that, you know, I don't know anyone that can run a business and not be advised about risk. And the big danger is that people go online to buy product and they actually just miss out on that on the whole surrounding area of advice.
0: Absolutely. And, and Matt, we're, we're talking about the value of advice, how important it is. I mean, how closely linked to, to trust is that? Obviously, the the core purpose of the, the Chartered Insurance Institute, the Personal Finance Society is to build that trust with with the public. I mean, how closely linked is value and, and trust? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I, I think, yeah. What we see in again in research is levels of trust. Once people have spoken to advisor, level of trust in the in both the advisor and the and the end product shoots up enormously. Um, as soon as people have had that had that reaction with with the product, suddenly instead of it being something they have to do and they it's a kind of a burden and a responsibility, they can see why they bought the product, what the product does for them. And they've got a clear path as well, if they if they need to use the product, if they need to make a claim, they've, they've got someone on their side with a, with a with a broker, whether it's on the on the GI side or the protection side to help them through that that claims process, which can be incredibly daunting. Um, so so all the way through, not just in terms of sort of at the point of sale, but, but all the way through people's lives, I think that that presence of, of somebody making sense and, and making things relevant to them is enormously important in, in establishing trust much so i mean we, we know for example you know we know that people don't read
1: policies we know that they you know, we just absolutely know that that's the case you can achieve an enormous level of peace of mind by actually talking to someone who understands the product understands subject matter and can reassure you face to face or over the phone that actually yep don't worry this is a um, yeah as long as you do x y and z then then you'll be fine that peace of mind fundamentally is what insurance is all about
0: Exactly, and and Peter, your your theme as president, as you've you've touched on, is uniting insurers, brokers, advisors, to so all to promote the value of the advice that they give. Um, uh, the theme of this year's Biba conference is is community, and organisers hope that th- this will help you know the professions reunite, you know, share ideas and make new contacts. I mean, how important is that idea of community uh, to you, and you know that networking element, and uh, to build you know a community within the profession?
1: I think. Fundamentally, everyone working in the insurance profession should have uh, shares a common um, a common aim, and that's to make sure that that customers buy products that are fit for purpose do the job and enhance the reputation. No one wants to work for a profession that's got a poor reputation. And one of the biggest challenges I think that we have in insurance is that journalists tend not to want to write articles about, oh, stop the press. Company successfully claims on their insurance policy. That's kind of, that's not news. So the only bit that gets written is generally the bad outcomes. And so I think it's our job as a profession just to minimise those bad outcomes. You, know, you can never completely eliminate them, but I personally just strongly believe that actually, if more people took advice, and if advice was the the typical go-to method for people arranging insurance products and, and financial advice, I think outcomes would be in, immeasurably better. And
0: I, I know you're a big believer in, in you know the, these face-to-face physical events returning and how important that is for for insurers and brokers and advisors to, as you say, share these opportunities and these these challenges. So you know that they know that that everyone is you know facing similar
1: similar times. Definitely. I I heard a good expression the other day that um, during COVID pandemic, the working from home, everyone's been able to work individually really well, but you can't work as a team really well. Remotely, And I think as a, as a profession, coming together and sharing ideas, you know, um, Matthew and I both attended the uh, um, Mid-Kent CII conference recently, and it was just great to have, you know, over 100 people in the room sharing ideas, sharing experiences, talking about the market. Yeah, that's what we should be doing more of. And, and as a profession, you yeah, know, we will just get better and better the more we do that.
0: Fantastic. And and Matt, obviously, the, you know, the CII, one of our kind of main goals is to share good practice. And, uh, and how important is, you know, is it to build a community and create those contacts and those networks that, you know, the profession does raise standards and build trust and uh, and a community among itself?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again... Like Peter says, we can publish sort of good practice guides, and FCA can publish guidance, but the the market's changing so much, regulation's changing so much. You need those human human networks, and you can only really build them by getting together. and, and like Peter says, it's a lot of the time it's it's with these physical live events. It's not so much um, what what you hear from the from from the speakers. It's it's also the people you talk to at the, um, at, the at the coffee break and and the, and the people you keep. Keep in touch with afterwards. Um, I know with our new generation, often when we're talking about sort of new emerging uh, developments in the market, like the importance of um, intellectual property or, or cyber cyber insurance, sort of being taken out of general policies and, and into specialist policies. Often our new gens will say, "Well, I know I know someone I phone whenever this comes up." But if I didn't have that person, I, I I phone up. How would I know who would who would I talk to? And 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 often in 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 those kind of networking events, you can get to the to the person who knows a person who knows a person who, who who really understands it, and that can enhance the way you do your job, make 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 your job so much more efficient. And you just you just can't find that in a in a more virtual world where you're you're googling away, but but maybe you're just getting generic stuff. So 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 yeah, building those communities, formal but even more important, informal. I think is is hugely important.
0: And Peter, um, touching on the returns to face-to-face events at the Bieber conference this year, you'll be taking part in the CII Fringe Session, which is actually on day two of the conference, um, entitled Networking for Career Growth. Um, can you tell us about some of the key points you'll be
1: discussing during that? It's, it's allied really to what uh, um, to what Matthew was saying about the importance of, uh, of face-to-face and real-life events. Part of the fringe session that we're do, that we're doing at Bieber is actually talking to young people. It's, it's primarily geared at the at the at the young generation. To Help them to get on with their careers. Teach them how to network effectively. And on the panel, we've got a um, we have one of one of the the arch networkers um, par excellence, uh, uh, young AJ Mystery, who's you know he, he's been taught well by his dad, and he's a, he's a phenomenal networker. And just talking about how he goes about it. And some of the things I want to talk about is what we um, I talk to all of our new inductees in Aston Lark. Always encourage people. Look, you know. Be be the one who always asks the question at every event you go to. You know, introduce yourself. If there's someone that you admire or respect in the industry, make a beeline for them at the next function and actually go and introduce yourself. And it's it's about teaching teaching youngsters how to network. And I think over the pandemic, I think it's pretty uh, it's pretty clear that some of those social skills have have been you know put into the back burner and arguably lost altogether. And we need to get those back because it's it's a vital part of everyone's career growth. Learning how to network effectively in your business.
0: Uh, and matt um, you've always been involved with the cii new gens i mean the the talent initiative from the cii that takes kind of 40 young professionals from across across insurance i mean uh, would you echo that how how valuable that you know that kind of initiatives and programs like that are to to help with their kind of development
2: Definitely, and that's that's one thing we hear back from the new gens every year. The, one of the biggest benefits is, is particularly people from from smaller firms, just having the chance to to, to sit down with people who do the same job as them, um, but not for the same 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 company, um, and 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 just learning from from each other and finding out how how the market works. And I think particularly with, with general insurance, that's that's sometimes quite siloed in terms of sort of claims and uh, underwriting and and broking and and sometimes when we you- get a mixture of, of, of all three disciplines in a, in a, in a big new gen event that, that, that really opens people's eyes as well.
0: Excellent. And, uh, and Peter, finally, I mean, um, I assume you'll be, you know, obviously attending Biba, but also you'll be continuing your presidency by, you know, going to local institute events and, and spreading, you know, the value of of advice and, and speaking to as many
1: kind of members as, as you can for the rest of your tenure. Absolutely, yep. I can't wait for the Beaver event. I think I, I travel up on the Tuesday morning and uh, and travel back with a small hangover on Thursday afternoon. So yes, it's going to be uh, um, it's good fun. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a fantastic event. I'm really really looking forward to it. I think I'm uh, um, I think I'm quadruple booked for events on Wednesday evening. So I've got to, got to decide who. <laughs> it'll, uh, it's a it's a, such a fun event, and I think um, the the last big face to face Beaver. I think they had over seven thousand attendees. So if they can if they can achieve that this year, I think yeah, um, Manchester will be. Um, Will be absolutely buzzing with it.
0: Fantastic, and and finally, Matt, um, can you just give us a final word on you know how the Trust and Insurance Institute, how the Personal Finance Society will um, continue to work to promote the the value of advice.
2: Absolutely. So yeah, so we're working really hard on on both. Um, we're, we're talking to the FCA on the on the personal finance side to so their. Retail investment team, uh, which is the policy team that, that overlooks ongoing advice um, to bring together FCA policymakers and, and practitioners together to to talk to each other about the sort of practical issues that are facing the market, and and through that the value value advice comes through uh, all the time. Uh, we're, we're working with Peter to talk to the FCA on the on the general insurance side and and the customer duty as well, and we've we've got a fantastic ally in Parliament in the in. Uh, all Party Parliamentary Group for for insurance. The the chair of that, Craig Chase, is a former broker who who absolutely believes in uh, in in the value of of face to face advice and and help and education for consumers right right across the piece. So that gives us an opportunity with Parliament and policymakers to whom the FCA is is accountable. So so important people to talk about the the value of advice there as well.
0: Fantastic. Well, we'd certainly encourage our listeners to to um, engage with the, the content on the, the CIR website, the PFS website. And the, as you say, advice, guidance is always evolving, so always developing. So, uh, yeah, we'll certainly encourage our listeners to, to to stay in touch there. And all that remains is for me to thank you both for, for joining us today. Um, it's been a really interesting and uh, great to chat to you both. Uh, thank you, Matt. And, and thank you, Peter. Thanks, Luke. Thanks a lot. This year's Bieber conference takes place on the 11th to the 12th of May in Manchester, and you can visit the CII on stand F71. You can also find out more by visiting the journal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts, or follow us on Twitter at CII group. So until next time, thank you for listening to CII radio and goodbye.